When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with our morning agenda show. And I'm delighted to be joined by Charlie Barkley for this one. Charlie, how are you doing this morning? Yeah, not too bad. I mean, as I was saying yesterday with Tom, I, I'm starting to move on a bit from Sunday. So, yeah, I'm just looking ahead to the next couple of weeks. It's going to be the end of the season, mean, meaning just going to look forward to another season. We just got to end the season on a high, really. And I mean, after news from yesterday, from last night, I'm sure everyone will know about it and we're going to be speaking about it. It's, it's a bit upsetting, really, and I'll, obviously we'll get into it. But, but yeah, it's... It's something that I thought might happen anyway, but yeah. It's, you know, it's funny. You said you've moved on and then there's another dagger to your heart <laughs> with, this, with this news because, um, yeah, we'll speak about this first things first. I know you're a massive Granit Xhaka fan. So am I. And it seems that his Arsenal career is ending with two games to go. He's set to depart the club um, and go back to Germany by Leverkusen. I said to sign him this summer. It seems that the deal is advanced um, with reports emerging last night from various tabloids. And yeah, we spoke about this, I think last week we spoke about when this news came about, whether Arsenal would be making the right decision in terms of selling Granit Xhaka. But from where I look at it, I think Arteta sat down with him maybe a few weeks ago. Who knows? Who knows when? He's probably sat down with him and he's probably said to him, Listen, Granite, you've been you've had a great season with Arsenal this season. You've done so well. However, this summer, Arsenal and myself will be looking to target two new midfielders to come into this team in the same bracket as potentially Declan Rice or Moises Caseda, whoever. And then Granite Shack has probably thought to himself, I don't think I don't think Arsenal have said to him, Okay, listen, you can you, you can go. I know he's got like one year left on his contract. Yeah. I don't think Arsenal were going to offer him a new contract. Maybe they would have allowed him to run down his contract. But again, is that smart? Is that sensible? Because he's at his high right now. He's at his peak. We could potentially get £15 million. And I think that's very good for someone who's he's 30 now, I think. He's at yeah. his peak. He's performing at a high level. Um so I think fifteen million pounds. I think it would be good. You can put that back into the transfer kitty. But then you think to yourself, Granit Xhaka, he doesn't want to be a rotation player. He doesn't no. want to be a backup option. I know we spoke about a few weeks ago that 
if Arsenal want to add players, they can't allow players like Granit Xhaka to depart because then you'll be reducing that quality in the squad. Because for me, Granit Xhaka, what he offers this season, he's offered goals, he's offered assists, he's great in duels, he's a leader, he's got that mentality, he's an experienced head, especially when you're back yeah. in the Champions League, and he's very composed on the ball. So there's more positives to it. But I also have to accept that he may want a fresh start. He may think to himself, look, I've played here seven years. I've got us back into the Champions League. It would have been lovely if we won the Premier League title. It would have been a perfect way to sign off. But I think right now, this is probably the perfect time for him to leave. So where do you stand on it? Because there's two sides to the argument, isn't there? Yeah, I mean... I. I, I am going to start off with saying, yeah, it is a bit of a dagger to the heart because, as you said, both of us like him so much. I'm not saying that throughout his whole Arsenal career, I've backed him completely because obviously he's he's had his low moments, but then also he's had his high moments. But his high moments are what has kind of, I think, of recent has completely reshaped and defined him as a player in an Arsenal shirt. And I think that's what people have come to love. He's one of those players that, Yes, he offers experience. He and he he offers that uh, that attacking kind of force going forward, as you just mentioned. He also offers something going back, coming back on defense on the defense. Like he made a fantastic tackle yeah. against Newcastle uh, the other week, uh, j- just to name one of them. But then one of the things that I absolutely love about Shaka is his passion for the tip for the team for for who he's playing for you can see it in the way that he, in not just the way that he plays his reaction to a good tackle a reaction to a win a reaction to a goal you can see that he's one of the one of the players that are more kind of like ecstatic about something that happens he makes he he is so passionate and I'm not saying that our other players aren't passionate, but I think the passion in Shaka could be kind of rubbed off on other players. And I think that has happened this uh, this season. Obviously, Odegaard offers so much of that. But then I think we might, we'll obviously lose that if he is to leave the club. Mm. And we may end up seeing that next season. But I understand that he had he does have one left one year left on his contract. And... Yes, he won't want to be a rotation player, especially with the way that he's been playing this season. I can only imagine that he'd want to continue playing week in, week out, continuously, and keep up his fine form that he's been that he's continued this whole season. But the only reason why I could imagine Shaka is leaving is because we are bringing in another midfielder. Two, I think. Yeah, we're obviously looking to bring in two, but I I can only imagine that Arsenal would let him go if we are definitely bringing in someone because I'm not ha- I'm not going to be happy. I know that it's a long t- a long period of time this this summer transfer window. Don't get me wrong, but I would be I would be very upset if Shaka leaves and we don't get who we're looking for, like the Declan Rice, Moises Caicedo. If we're not able to secure one of them and we've let Granite Xhaka go and we kind of like backtrack onto, I'm not saying Jorginho was was such a downgrade from Caicedo that we were looking for. I do think that he is a bit of a downgrade, but he was a backup and I don't want another yeah, backup yeah. in the summer. So I can only imagine that Arteta 
would i'm not saying allow him to leave but i i would only give him his blessing him. isn't it yeah essentially blessing. yeah so but another thing is don't get me wrong yes he's getting he's getting on he's got one year left on his contract i may be like pushing the limit with it but i feel like I think he's. I think it's twelve, fifteen million. I think that's quite low with how well he's played this season. I think, I feel like he deserves to be valued a little bit higher than that. I can. I know with Arsenal what we're like when we let a player leave. Yes, it is like one year left on their contract, but it isn't as high as what we value them as a player. And I, I kind of value him around more around the twenty million mark. Obviously if we're going to offload a player and we do want that income for another midfielder, then I guess I can understand it. But me as a, as a person and as a fan, my opinion is that he's valued a bit more than that because he's been such an outstanding player for us this season. Part, sometimes he's gone a little bit unnoticed in the team, but then also he's, he's been a standout performer in the team. He's, as you say, he scored goals. And as I said, he's, he offers that, that bit tracking back he's at times he's everywhere everywhere on the pitch and i i am upset if he does i will be upset if he does leave because just because of all the reasons i've said really he he's just obviously he's done he's kind of like had that villain arc hasn't he he's he's that he's kind of stormed off against Crystal Palace when he was a captain and he's come back and he's gone from down from down here all the way up to here and he's become once again part of the the cap, the kind of like leadership group in the team and I'm so happy I was so happy for him when he was part of that because in between when he when he lost his captaincy and now he was always that that player, he was always the captain without the armband, I always used to say, because he was that player that was vocal. He was experienced in the team and he was a constant in the team. So it, it, it will be difficult to see him go because he is one of the longest serving players in the team. I think bar El Nenny, I think yeah. it's those two that are the longest serving players at this club. So it will be difficult to let him go, in my opinion, but I guess I can see why it's happening, but I can. I only want it to happen if we bring in two new midfielders because I can. Because obviously he might be replaced, but then also we need need to bolster that midfield as well. It doesn't. It can't just be a complete replacement, as you said, and as we've said multiple multiple times. We need to be ruthless the, this transfer window if we are to compete with Man City because that's what they've done. They've brought in reinforcements instead of replacing people. And I just hope that with Shaka possibly leaving or looking like he's leaving, I just want to add a replacement and someone else that can could, like can really, really bolster our team. Yeah, Pablo makes a good point. Next year, he would go on the free. We can't afford it anymore. And I, I agree. I think... Granit Xhaka is not going to sign a new contract. I don't think we're going to offer him a new contract, if I'm being completely honest. I think right now, Arteta has continually spoke about this being phase four of the project. Phase one, phase two, phase three has passed. There's been five phases that he spoke about when he came into the club. We're now in phase four. Arteta, he realises what a good player Granit Xhaka is. But in order to go to the next level and compete with Manchester City, I, 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 don't, I think we can do better. 
I think we can do better. And I've spoken about it continually on this show. Granit Xhaka, if he wants to stay and he wants to be a rotation option, I think he'll be perfect because he's durable. He never gets injured, rarely gets injured. I think now he's, he's, he's disciplinary issue. I think he's, he's turned that around. He rarely gets sent off. He rarely picks up yellow cards. So I think that's been a positive effect that he's had in, in recent months, in recent years. So there's a lot of positives if he was to stay, if he was to sign a new contract. But again, I don't think Arsenal... I think I think Arteta thinks thinks in the way that they've got they've got what they needed out of Granit Xhaka this season, and next season when the Champions League comes about, it's going to be difficult. And I've said it before: we need to revamp this midfield. We honestly do. I think we in 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 someone like Declan Rice, we have someone who's younger, who's who's a younger type of Granit Xhaka in a way, but I think he's better. I think he's very, very better. And he can play in two positions. He can play in a number six position where you probably look at it as his future. He can play, I think, comfortably as an eight. So he offers that versatility. Then you've got Moises Caicedo, another great player. So I think Arteta, I think he understands that Granit Xhaka probably has his wish. Arsenal probably want to go elsewhere in terms of the midfield. So I think it, I think it's fair enough. In terms of that, Amira as well in the comment section, 100%. Arteta is too smart to let Shaka go unless he knows someone's coming in. He's too important on there off the pitch to let him go just like that. And I agree. Um, but it, it is disappointing. It is disappointing. And it is upsetting because he's been here through the thick and thin. He's been here through the, the bad moments, and there's been plenty. He's been here through the good moments, which we've seen this season. But I wish him the best, honestly. I think yeah. the, perfect, the perfect scenario would be Final day against Wolves, he gets the captain's armband, he leads the team out on the final day and he captains the team against Wolves because I think his story has has been crazy. But I think a lot of Arsenal fans now will put him will put him and give him the respect I think that he deserves. So, yeah, I think give me Moises Casado, give me Declan Rice. Trust me, I'll be a very, very happy man. Um, but another player that has been linked, um, and I'm not surprised by this, if I'm honest, Ilkay Gundogan. 32 years of age. You know what? If we're speaking about we're signing Moises Caicedo and we're signing Declan Rice, and there's a lot of free players out there in the scope of Ilkay Gundogan, Yuri Tillemans, etc. If we're looking to revamp that midfield, properly I look at Ilkay Gundogan and I know a lot of Arsenal fans are hesitant they look at his age 32 years of age 32 years old sorry but he's a top top player and I can't see him coming to Arsenal I think he's probably looking at Barcelona as his favourite option and if if it's not Barcelona he'll probably stay at Manchester City but it seems that he's looking for a longer contract probably three years Manchester City are just willing to give him one year right now but what I've seen from Ilkay Gundogan, not only this year, but last season, the season before, this is a player that's coming to his peak. As he continues to age, he continues to get better. And yeah, he's such a good player. And I'm, I'm looking at it as if there was a way, if there was an opportunity to get him in. And I look at that left centre mid position in terms of Ilkay Gundogan potentially being an option there. I think he would increase Arsenal's output and Arsenal would increase in terms of ball control, in terms of possession, in terms of so many things, he would aid Arsenal's game. But again, I know the age is is a problem, but he rarely gets injured as well. 
So I think that's another thing that we need to take into consideration. But what's your take on the uh, links to Gundogan? Yeah, I mean, when with you saying that he keeps on getting better and better as age goes on, he's like a he's aging like a fine wine, essentially, yeah. isn't he? He's look at Thiago Silva. Yeah, yeah exactly. He, I mean, age sometimes doesn't actually matter. It if it in some circumstances it can actually be actually better to to have to be of age and you can because you bring more experience to the side mm. and Gundogan has a lot a lot of experience at the top and I mean I think he just seems to be one of those players that seems to be performing really really well when Man City need to when a title race comes into into its final kind of yeah, when it come when it starts to come to a close, he always seems to be that person that that seems to perform oh, really well. No, I, I, I mean he scored two. Yeah, he scored two against Everton. One of both of them fantastic. One was a free kick. One was kind of like a it was it wasn't against, an overhead kick. It was like two from against behind. Leeds as well, wasn't it? He scored exactly. two against Leeds, one against Liverpool. Yeah, he he offers a lot going forward, a lot of experience, and that he would offer a lot in the Champions League. I think, I mean, he's obviously taken, he's obviously been with Man City through to the final. Obviously, they didn't win that. But he's played against top, top sides. And even in when he was playing for Borussia Dortmund, he was still a fantastic player. Mm. And he seems to have kind of got better and better in a Man City shirt. And Pep has obviously brought that out in him. He also has that, um, that kind of relationship with Mikel Arteta. So they'll know each other quite well. And Arteta, I'm sure, will will know how he can play. Maybe he might not play exactly like Shaka does or did, obviously, because he, he's probably going to be moving on. But I'm sure Arteta could kind of could possibly revamp the the team. I'm not even I'm not sure. Maybe Gundogan or Fitz will slot perfectly into that role. But yeah, he. He's definitely a play- he's an all-rounded player that seems to be consistently he's at reliable. a high level, a very reliable, consistent player. And if we're able to get him on a free, which obviously we would, I think that'd be fantastic. Obviously, there, there's the wages that we'd have to consider, but I think it would if we were able to get him, I think that'd be fantastic. Obviously, that we are looking at Caicedo and Declan Rice, but if we're able to get one of Declan Rice or Caicedo, I wouldn't be mad if we get one of them and then Gundogan at mm. all. Obviously, both of them would be really, really good and Gundogan. I think that'd be phenomenal, but I doubt we'll see us get three midfielders this season. Yeah. If we're able to get one of them and Gundogan, I'd be more than happy with that. I think that'd be a really good kind of step forward in the way that we can move forward as a club, we can bring in more experience because we are such a young side and having someone like Gundogan, another calm, level-headed player in midfield, sometimes Jorginho offers that, sometimes Partey offers that, but he hasn't done so in the in the last few games. I know that he hasn't started, but even so before that, hmm. he, 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 he wasn't kind of like at the races, whereas... Hmm. If we if we add that to our midfield, a midfield of Declan Rice, Gundogan, Odegaard, that's a scary midfield, and I think other teams would notice that that it's quite scary and it's a very dangerous midfield going forward and backwards. 
So I would I would really like it if we sign him. Uh, obviously, as you said, he probably is looking more likely to go to Barcelona as his favourite club, and he is looking for that three-year contract. Whether we're whether we'd offer him that three years because he is, I think you said he's thirty-two, something like that. So, but then again, as I said just a moment ago, he sometimes age doesn't matter, and maybe he kind of will be the epitome of that. But we are obviously that remains to be seen. But I can't, I can't completely see Pep Guardiola letting another of his Man City players come to. He may Arsenal. not have a choice. You may not have a choice. That's true. It's true. That is very true. But um, I would love if we signed him because because of all the reasons I said. He has experience. He has things going forward. He just bolsters the squad as a whole. A add a winning ex- I, think, exactly. I think that's the per- perfect word. He's yeah. a technician. Yeah. And I think, like, I think he was Pep Guardiola's first signing. When at oh, Manchester he? City, yeah, he's Pep Guardiola's first signing at Manchester City, and a lot has been so, spoken about Kevin De Bruyne, um, Leroy Sané, Erling Haaland, etc. And I think they've been fantastic. But I think when you look at Ilkay Gundogan, he goes a bit under the radar, and you've just touched on it. Like I can only echo your thoughts when it comes to the nitty and gritty. Like when it comes to the pressure moments, it's Ilkay Gundogan. Who's who's winning Manchester City points? Who's winning them games? Who's getting the Premier League titles? I think at 32, um, he could offer Arsenal the experience because experience is invaluable. You've seen it this season when it came when push come to shove, Arsenal probably lacked that experience in high pressure moments because they didn't have all the heads to just calm them down and think, okay, listen, we've got a title race on our hands. Let's just be calm. Let's be composed. Anything can happen, but I think we got a bit too chaotic at times at home. And I think, I think, I think your cat, yeah, is your cat, <laughs> yeah. So I, think your, I think your cat agrees as well. But yeah, I think at thirty-two, um, he would be a very, very good signing. But some people may agree, some people may disagree. But I'll be interesting to know um, everyone's thoughts in the comments. So let us know. Um, final topic of this morning: Fuller and Balogun. He's decided to choose um, United States. So he's, and it, to be fair, it's not surprising. I think it was simmering for the past few months. Was he going to switch allegiances to the USA? Was he going to continue his international career with England? But for me, I think he's made the perfect choice, to be honest. Um, with the, I think the next World Cup is in America and Mexico. Yes, it, it is. So he'll be starting. Fingers crossed, Touchwood for the USA. Big country, massive country, global. It'll be their franchise player. But a lot of people made a good point on social media yesterday. With the Cron case, obviously our owners, and they've seen that Balogun has now switched allegiances to the USA, do they think to themselves, we can't let this kid go? And on a marketing point of view, it makes sense. When you think about a marketing point of view, Imagine having Balogun, the Arsenal starting striker, yeah, and also representing USA. It would be big when you're talking about money, honestly. And it's not like he's a bad player. He's a very, very good player. So what's your take on it? Because I thought it was an interesting point. I Yeah, I, I mean, you took the words right in my mouth, really, when you said you're not really surprised. And I'm not at all either. I mean, we've... 
as a country, we obviously have a lot of quality players going forward, and Balogun probably might not seem see himself being able to compete with them or whatever. Maybe he hasn't been seen properly by Southgate and he might think, right, I actually want to play for for a country here. I want to represent someone. I'm gonna I'm gonna go for USA because Southgate isn't properly looking at me. He's not actually giving me a chance. So I'm gonna go elsewhere. And I I think it's fair enough. And Balogun Obviously, he's done fantastically well at Rems this season. He's up there with the top scorers of the of Ligue 1. And, I mean, he's competing with Lacazette. He's competing with Mbappe. But he's so young as well. So he would he offers a lot in the future as well. And I agree, he is he he will offer a lot of money if he does actually stay at Arsenal because people in America will will see him and be like. Oh, mm. I want to get I want to get one of his shirts or yeah. or whatever. What what club does he play for? Um, but then also the kind of like switch of that is if we if we let him leave, we could get a fee we could get a fee for him for a decent amount of money because he is so young and because he's already proven himself at such a young age. I and because he's I think I've said it before he's. I mean, I haven't seen too much of him to actually realise, but from from kind of like what I know of him, I would have thought that he's quite a similar player to Enketia and not so similar to Gabriel Jesus, but kind of like not a different player that what we might be looking for. Then it might... He, Arteta might be thinking, right, I don't need another one of those players. If we're trying to offload a lot of players, and I think we're trying to get rid of about 10 players this summer, which is going to be huge for us and could actually help us a lot with our revenue, especially with the Cronkies willing to put in 200 million in the summer. Mm. If we're able to get in even more, then we can spend a bit more. We can possibly get the likes of Declan Rice, Caicedo, maybe even Gundogan, someone else. So... I don't think that we'd be able to really spend too much if we're getting both Caicedo and Declan Rice, which is what we're looking for. I don't think because they'll be about 170 million together, maybe even more. And if the Cronkies are willing to put 200 million in, we don't have much of that left. And with the offloading of these players, we we might need that revenue to continue bolstering our squad to bring in someone that can can help Saka, which is what we were talking about yesterday with TC, that can help Saka in resting rotation, possibly an out-and-out out striker that Gabriel Jesus can go out onto the right to let um, to let Saka have a rest or go out onto the left, Trossard go on the right, whatever. And I think Balogun, his future obviously seems very uncertain at the club at the moment. And don't get me wrong, I would actually like to see what he can do in an Arsenal shirt. And I'm sure we'll actually see what he can do in pre-season. I think I don't think Arteta will kind of let him go under the radar with how well he's been doing this season in league. And I don't think that Arteta will kind of let that slide. I think he'll be like, you know what, let's actually give him a try because he's proved himself in one of top in one of Europe's top five leagues exceptionally. And I don't think that yeah, I don't think Arteta will allow him to leave without showing what he can do for this club and actually fight for his place at the club. Um, 
but then again, if we are looking for um, to sign two midfielders at a high price, maybe having Balogun as a backup for Gabriel Jesus or as a starting striker and Gabriel Jesus moves out onto the right, as I was just saying, and maybe we get rid of Nketiah, then we can see what Balogun can provide for this team and we'll give him a shot actually going forward next season. Obviously, as I said, we'll need to see what he can do in the preseason, but I, I would quite like him actually to... to I would quite like to see what he can do for the club in terms of goal scoring and going forward, what he can do in rotation wise. And he's clearly a very deadly striker. And whether we let him go, I think obviously we'd get a decent fee from him. So I think that's a positive. But then if we, if we let, if we allow him to stay, then it's another Halen boy. It's another, it's another one from our ranks. It's another young player that can, that is a deadly player that will also bolster our squad. I've said bolstering a lot this stream, but these players will do that. And I think Balogun could be another one to do so if we bring him into our into our starting lineup, if we bring him onto our bench in replace of Nketiah, if Nketiah does leave. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I think... If you're looking at upwards of forty million pounds, forty-five million pounds, you need to think about potentially selling him because if you want to improve the nucleus of your squad, obviously we've spoken about how we need to improve the midfield. We need to add um, another defender in our team that can probably compete with William Saliba, that can offer versatility as a right back, and then you're looking at a wide forward now because I think in Arteta's mind. He'd probably be looking at a striker, but I think with Reese Nelson now set to leave the club as a free agent, I think Arsenal will be looking to target a wide forward, to be honest, um, that can compete with Bukayo Saka. I think on the left-hand side, you've got options there. You've got Trossard, you've got Martinelli, and Mills smith I don't know what the future holds for him, to be honest. That's another player that could potentially see departing the club in the summer. And it would be a shame... But I just think, when I look at it right now, I just don't think Arteta sees a future for him um, right now. And then you've got Kieran Tierney, who I think will depart. Granit Xhaka is, is, is set to depart. Balogun, Emil Smith-Rowe. Then you've got the players who don't have really have a future already, like Nuno Tavares, Sambi Lokonga, um, Nicolas Pepe. Rob so, Holden. Yeah, Rob Holden. So you could, you, you'd be looking at recouping a lot of money from outgoings. And... If we already have, what, £200 million before outgoings, and then imagine you add that money into our transfer kitty, you'd have a lot of money to play with this summer. So I think the most important thing for Arsenal this summer is to trim the squad because I still think it's a bit bloated. I think there's players who are not good enough for the club like when they come and when they replace the likes of Bukayo Saka, Odegaard, Saliba, etc. The drop-off is too much. And it can't be if you're competing with Manchester City over the course of 38 games. So what Arteta will be looking to do this summer is get around 18, 19 first-team players, which are a high level, similar to Manchester City. Like, when Jack Grealish doesn't play, who comes in? Phil Foden. When Kevin De Bruyne doesn't play, who comes in? Julian Alvarez. Like, it's just crazy to look at the options. And we need to be in the same position in the summer if we want to compete and go again um, next season. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Charlie, thank you for jumping on this morning. 
Yeah, thank you for having me. And once again, thank you to everyone watching. But yeah, I mean, I guess let us know what you think about what we've said about everything that we've spoken about because it everything mm. that we've I think that I've said could be quite controversial I mean mm. that's that's a talking point that's why we've been speaking about it so yeah let mm. us know and thank you for watching yeah as Charlie said basically let us know in the comments how you think um what we've discussed do you think it's right or wrong do you think Arsenal are making the right decision in allowing Granit Xhaka to depart the club this summer what's your take on the reported interest in Ukai Gundogan and what's your take on Florian Balogun? Do you think he has a future at Arsenal this summer? And what would you do, seeing as he is now going to represent the United States of America? But yeah, that's it for today. But yeah, if you've enjoyed the show, drop a like, comment, and keep running us down the Arsenal way.